Welcome back. <clears throat> Sponsored by Nike. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Maybe one day. Uh, but that day is not today, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, how are you? How are you doing? Well, um, you know this, and a few other people know this. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know this. But I am isolating in my bedroom. Um, Literally in your bedroom. Yeah. Um, I am confined to my bedroom because everyone else in my house is fine. Not that so. So I'm fine, and I did a yeah. test on Wednesday, and it came back negative. But um, someone I work with did a test, precautionary because they felt fine as well. Mm. But that came back positive, and so when they've put it in the NHS app, the NHS app has notified me. So now I need to self isolate. Wow. I mean. These apps are great for this reason, but I have had, and I, I get it, I really do get it, but I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, they've had to self-isolate for like three days and things like yeah, that. Mine's six days. Yeah, and it's just, and it's constant. Like I know so many people that they'll come out and then they'll literally get one again because the area they're living in is so like predominant with cases um, or dominant, sorry, not predominant. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean... Yeah. Someone else I work with, they got a notification saying to isolate for four days. So I wonder why they um I wonder why it's so selective on days. Like if Because it's um the whole isolation period is meant to be ten days. Yeah. But by the time the app tells you. Oh, I see. So it's like this is how many days are left. Yeah. But it's kind of like, well, what's the point? Because it's not what's the point, but it's like it's yeah it, it seems a little bit counterproductive because you've been swooning about for yeah eight or how seven days whatever it is because i didn't get my notification until maybe like three half three four yesterday yeah um and so i was just spending my day like normal like i'd been in the kitchen and so mm-hmm. my mum was like you've been in the you've been just w- walking around like normal and i was like well that's i didn't know issue. did i that's the issue that like i don't really know how people can overcome um where someone you've been in contact with someone but that person hasn't taken a test like I don't know four days after they've got the virus and then you don't find out until like seven days after so you've got three more days of isolating but you've literally been like holding hands with every Tom Dick and Harry in your household (laughs) like it's it's do you know what I mean um I mean I am in a very similar predicament um I uh, my mum is a key worker and obviously so so well yeah but so is my sister as well but um she the school has obviously sent the children home mm-hmm. um but my mum is obviously still working um in in the care home and did she get off in the vaccine um my I'm not gonna go into this too much but because my mum has underlying health conditions oh. um her the disease she has basically um you at the moment they're not letting i don't know yeah they won't let her take the vaccine because it's um because she's got like an autoimmune kind of like disease and it's, mm-hmm. it affects your immune system and your organs it's a little yeah. bit like it's a bit more complicated than just like having it because you're old or whatever so um yeah. at the moment like she's obviously been in contact with a lot of doctors and there's just not really much like progress but you know it is what it is I think the difficulty with this is the fact that she is a key worker and she's high risk like Mm. it's you know and there's only so much like 
not going to work that you yeah. can do like it's obviously very different for different companies but there have been times when my mom hasn't been offered pay mm. for like taking time off and things like that literally during the pandemic and I know everyone's in such a deficit with money companies government whatever yeah. but it's just crazy anyway she gets tested um with a I don't really know the names but the quicker test what the quick one yeah that's the one I did um she gets one of those every day and then she gets um and then what does she and then she gets one of the more thorough tests Mm -hmm. once a week um the issue with this is that I think the statistic is 60 something percent or something like that that is inaccurate it, 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 the fast one yeah like there's a yeah. that's like I believe like 60 but I don't quote me on that um so every time she gets one of those there's always a small percent that it could be wrong or right like you yeah just yeah um so what's happened at her work and it's not a very big care home like there are obviously a lot of staff but it's not you know it's not it's not like a hospital um but yeah what's happened is they have taken their, t- their big, t- the more accurate one, and um, 15 of the residents or something like that have come back positive, mm-hmm. something. And then the, neg- but then the smaller tests have all come back negative and they were done after. Right. And three tests have come back negative and one has come back positive, but the one that's come back positive is the one that is um, more reliable, like yeah. inaccurate, but the ones that have come back negative are like, I don't know what it is, 67% like inaccurate. So the issue with this now is that it's three out of four that are wrong, but this the percentage of it being like wrong is is so high. So they were all sent home. I say all, but like the people that obviously had their tests and stuff and whatever have all been sent home. And um, when we when she came home she didn't mention that she had a positive test Uh like she just I don't know like you know how and I had a conversation with my friend about this but it's a generational thing I do believe that older people kind of don't take it as seriously because they have lived through so much I do think Mm. that we are very as a younger generation as a millennial we tend to be more alert about these things because we're so unused to it we're very like we're very fluffed society we haven't lived i'm not saying my mom's lived through a war but do you know what i mean there's like more more knowledge more experience that comes with age and i have a feeling my mom is definitely one of those people just like you know my friend's grandparents and stuff like that Mm -hmm. who sort of like they take the virus seriously some days and then other days they're a bit more like um you know and i say this my family have always stuck to rules and guidelines i mean you know this but um Mm to an extent obviously we've been on walks and stuff but um yeah I don't know just just sometimes I think she um just doesn't know that like you're meant to tell people when you get a positive test but anyway we came home and we were like oh you're you know you're home early and she was like oh yeah like I've been sent home there's been like an outbreak of the virus in the care home you're also getting to mention that she's one of the people who oh yeah like (laughs) I was actually like um oh okay like what what's gone on there then she's like yeah like I had um a a positive test result and three three negatives and I was just like wait what like were you and your sister like who yeah like and you know me like I wouldn't touch someone with a barge pole knowing they might have been in contact with someone so (laughs) 
I was literally like sorry what like we were literally holding hands on the sofa we're not holding but you know what I mean like yeah. we were, like sat really close on the sofa yesterday like sharing a box of chocolate I was like when did you have this test result and or when did you take the test and she was like Tuesday so <clears throat> not looking too good there and just to be on the safe side obviously me and my sister went to the like drive through testing center mm-hmm. um which was the guys working there were so like upbeat like <laughs> it was like really weird like demeanor for the situation we were literally in but it was nice to be fair like they were all really um like all the young lads and stuff they they were just really like I don't know just like nice I can't explain yeah. it it was a lot of like young boys and it, it was so funny like I just I didn't really know what was going on but they all kept running up to the car and being like no I've got this one and I was thinking is it because we're young girls like I don't <laughs> I was like I don't really know because they're not doing that to like, anyone else like they just want to see if you're gonna gag yeah probably um which I'll have you know I didn't with the mouth one so that's something but I did with the nose one and I don't know if that's I don't know if that's normal um but like like a drip or something like that or when you take eye drops or ear or eardrops or whatever and you kind yeah. of like fill it in your um I don't know what that's called but like your sinus track or whatever yeah or like you feel it in your throat because it's all connected um I feel like did, I had it was that. one of the ones you did to yourself it was one of the ones you did yeah. To yourself yeah and I, I was I was panicked. I was actually quite like panicked about it. Um, like both me, I know you've had many and maybe you felt like this at the beginning, like when you took your first one. This this is the only test I've ever done. Oh, I thought you'd done it a couple of times. No, I, I didn't do it once. I don't know why. Maybe because you're always getting these texts saying to stay at home, but I honestly thought you'd done <laughs> it. Do you mean always? But like you've had a few like. No, this is the first time. But like, I swear, like your boyfriend and stuff have also taken the test. I thought that maybe you might have taken. Oh, no, I didn't. Because um, we don't live together. So. Yeah, I, yeah I didn't. I mean, basically, I just had like really horrible like anticipation about like what was going to happen. I'm kind of glad that I did it myself. At first I was like, oh, no, I'm going to do it wrong. But having the thought of like someone else doing it and like. I don't know nudging and it going wrong like mm. I mean, you're doing it like you know what the sensation feels like and you know if it feels weird or like you need to stop or like I don't know like something something went wrong you're in control of it basically but yeah I had my test I sent it off obviously I put it in the box and they've taken it away and uh we'll just wait and see but it's a bit of a different situation to yours because obviously everyone who lives here <laughs> like it's a bit late um because this test is from a, a week ago nearly um yeah so we're not obviously like everyone's in a separate space at the moment kind of thing and my mom is keeping her distance by just it almost seems a little bit too late like to even do anything about it but we're obviously self-isolating and none of us are going out um we have one toilet roll left <laughs> um which no one realized until this morning so I don't really know what we're gonna do like we were thinking about home get in the shower Uh, we'll have to use cloths and like wash them or something um, I mean we're rationing to like one square for a wee and obviously more if you need it but um (laughs) yeah I don't know 
if the, it's just a weird one, isn't it? Like, if we get home, I'm sure there is someone you could ask. And obviously, if I wasn't isolating, I would offer, but I yeah. can't leave my bedroom. I just feel like at the moment, we're just going to wait for our test results. And if they're negative, then like that. And my mum's also got a test on the way, like another one to like yeah. see a proper one to see what's like going on. But yeah, at the moment, we are. Yeah. Um, well if you and your sister come back negative then you're both good to do the window that's the issue the window that you test negative in like you just never know Mm. like I literally said this to my mom I was like you're probably not in the window and you are positive like you're probably you took the test it's probably like the because obviously I've had to when I found out I had to isolate yesterday I was sent a screenshot to my family group chat my mum rang me and she was like what does this mean for the rest of us so I like had to look it up but because obviously if because I don't have any symptoms they can all carry on as normal but if I develop like a cough or I lose like anything then they have to go get tested it's so weird that that's like the protocol but um yeah my mum like obviously because she's got underlying health conditions she's actually been told that if she has it she'd know but at the moment, like, she's just got, like, a cough, but it's not, like, a. I wouldn't say it's a cough. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. occasional coughing, and it's not, like, profusely, and it's not, like, she's coughing up a lung. Like, it's just, like, a cough. Mm. I can't explain it. So, uh, but me and my sister have also been coughing a little bit, so I don't well, know. Th- I was talking to someone from work, and this kind of came up, so I don't know. But basically, we were, what we were basically saying is, obviously there's this like new strain right yeah and we're like maybe it's not that it's not as deadly but maybe it's not affecting people as badly and so people just think oh I'm just feeling a little bit run down or I'm a little yeah. bit ill like I've just got a cold so right. they don't realize, it, they don't realize they have it so they spread it and that's how it's like spreading so much because people aren't losing their taste or their smell or coughing loads yeah it's just I just really um and like I this is why I was kind of like angry yesterday when I found out that my mom like had a positive test result. I just know so many people that have already had the virus. And um yeah, I know someone that was like in the hospital um this week mm-hmm. and they're our age, they're like a year yeah. old enough. Like that's mad. No underlying health conditions, nothing like that. The only thing they have is they smoke. I don't know if that would affect your lungs more, obviously, probably weaker lungs no underlying health conditions nothing they're literally in in like the er right now because they can't like cope not cope but they can't breathe and whatever yeah i think it's mad how it affects people so differently so that's why i'm nervous because it's all good and well like ollie and dan and tom and and sharon bleep out these names oh these are not people that i know (laughs) but what i'm saying is it's all good like x y and z saying like oh i've had it's fine like it's fine like i've had if i've had it and it's fine like i haven't had any problems but then look at someone like my friend who like i bet they probably felt that way not that they wanted it but do you know what i mean like they probably yeah. had received idea that i'm young i have no underlying health conditions like you know i don't I don't know what it would be like I barely come into contact with people I'm not working like whatever it is that they probably thought and now look they're like in the hospital from it yeah um and another thing is people's symptoms 
um, like smell and taste have not I know so many people that still have no smell and taste even though they had the virus like half a year ago yeah that one I've heard takes a long time yeah like I could not be asked for that what I was gonna say is I know quite a few people who've had it and everyone has basically said the first day or two where I think that's when they realize I need to get tested they feel awful Mm. and they feel like they've been like hit by a bus then after that they're pretty much fine I mean which is like it's crazy because there's a girl or a lady or a woman shall I say who um I follow on Twitter because she works in PR um and she had it not that long ago and I'm gonna find her tweets because she was tweeting about it but basically she's maybe like 25 26 um 27 she's not that old like she's basically our age and she was in hospital she was sweating she like she literally couldn't breathe um and then she said she's treated like if you end up in hospital put pressure on them to like test everything because she ended up getting pneumonia and a lung infection and they took like a lot of testing um what else did she say like that she was like you need to check your she was like get a thing a tip pulse a fingertip pulse oximeter to keep track of your oxygen levels um and just stuff like drink lots of fluid rest blah 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 stuff like that but like she was literally in a hospital and she was just like sweating and just like stuff like that you know yeah it's not um it's horrible to hear these like stories from people um so I presume this lady's quite young as well like she's probably not yeah she's not much older than us and she seems pretty like like she I don't sorry she doesn't have any underlying anything it's just it's why like it's just another thing isn't it like we're it we're at the worst stage of it as well because of the new Mm -hmm. strand and because of different like outbreaks in different areas but I think I said to you that statistic like one in 80 Londoners will have the virus one in 30 Londoners oh did I say one in 80 to you on the text no you said one in 30 oh did I I think it's like something like one in 50 in the country one in 30 in London yeah somewhere this morning it's one in 15 in a certain area yeah it's so crazy like no wonder so many people we actually know like at the beginning it was quite like um ludicrous to think that like like all these people we knew would have it but now like most groups of people I know like at least one of them have either had it or have it so yeah um, well I think when you put it into a statistic like one in blah 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 that's when it's like quite like that's a lot of people my opening um but i mean what can you do other than follow the restriction like the guidelines and the restrictions and stuff at this point because yeah like it's so bad like at the moment that there is literally not there's not really much else you can do you know well yeah speaking of following the restrictions or not following the restrictions. I'm not going to name and shame because I don't want a lawsuit on my hand. However, my place of work, who I shall not obviously name, but if you know, you know. Um, They have, I don't know if I should say, um, not 
been that good in the that company or the people like the workers sorry. I don't think it's the company as a whole I think it's okay the store the place this you particular want. branch yeah because so not Wednesday just gone the one before um while at work my supervisor or like team leader or whatever they got a message saying to isolate for four days yeah so they, they sent it to an actual manager who told them to come in the next day to get a test done at work which is one of the quick ones and they're like when it comes back negative then you're fine to work and if it comes back positive then obviously you go home yeah so they did that and it came back negative so they were working so bear in mind I saw them on Wednesday and I saw them on Thursday is this the person you're referring to when you said you've been in contact with someone oh okay this is a different case this is a different person um so then they they were working and then I think early this week like maybe Monday um they did like the long test I think but I think they probably did a long test anyway just to make sure and that one came back positive oh so all about that <laughs> they'd cut they'd been in work on like the day when they shouldn't have been and literally the when you get a message to self-isolate that is by law yeah you have and to. so regardless of what, what a manager said they should have been like no so it's half managers fault half their fault it's but... so interesting that that a manager in in that authority would still insist that someone comes to work despite government laws like you know that's a bit astonishing to be honest like it's like unless you have a negative a positive result they're like well as long as you've got a negative one you're fine to work but that's not the case because I mean carry it still that's literally like what happened with my mum's like as in you know what what should have happened in this situation is what should like what happened with my mum's situation where yeah she had three negative results but then as soon as she got like the results back the one was positive like even though it was taken before the negative ones Mm. but it just takes like longer they literally like sent everyone home yeah yeah that's how like they just don't want people to go home like it's really bad because that's how this thing keeps spreading it is true like it's just not effective management of like and I say management not talking about managers but like management of the situation um and like what you should be doing if you are coming into contact with x y and z yeah like yeah it's just really bad and part of me is like scared to go into work now because I don't know you know who else who else is like coming to contact that maybe doesn't have track and trace or yeah and my dad made this point yesterday obviously the reason I got the notification was because my friend put it into the app if they didn't put it into the app then obviously I wouldn't have known yeah and so you're relying on people's moral yeah on their morals to put this in just even if they they have the app or you know like like proactive approach I guess yeah so I'm just hoping because there's obviously the vaccinations now that it's all just gonna get a bit better but the thing is it costs so much money like I think even though we have the vaccine like it still costs so much money to like distribute and 
get enough rounds and it's just do you know what I mean like it it's just not like there's not really a stop to it there's not really a now we've got the vaccine that's it like it just doesn't work like that um but I don't know we'll just see um I if I'm being honest I just can't wait to have it because you know there, there will come a time when I bet if you don't have it you won't even be able to go into like a cinema yeah I was thinking that it's gonna be like if you don't have it you know you can't travel you yeah. can't go here you can't go there not even so, just travel though by like, all means inject me with it yeah because... I have you know I, I think it is scary for people like my mum who you don't they don't really know what it's gonna do like to them yeah. for someone like me that has no underlying health conditions or whatever like it's a bit like why wouldn't you yeah obviously like it is scary you know it's a, it's a whole new thing but think about the research that goes into it and these are like the top people in medical yeah. science so like medical engineering or whatever the fuck that the people job <laughs> to do this stuff. i think the only kind of like or my only skepticism comes from it's not even legend. been a year that they've legend. tried to Okay. Have you seen I Am Legend with Will Smith? Okay, Don't, well, no. basically, a shorthand is that in that film, someone comes up with a cure to cancer, mm. and um, I don't know, it, some kind of like injection or pill or something gets administered around the world, and then everyone gets turned into these like zombie people. If you if you've had the cure, you die. Ba- like you turn into this like zombie thing, and there's oh, right. no one left on planet Earth, and. Mm-hmm. The legend Will Smith is left with like less than 50 people. Oh, well. Well, yeah, that could happen. But um, yeah, I guess my my only skepticism is that like it's not been a year that they've developed it. Yeah. And like, obviously, you know, we've taken so many vaccinations for so many things in our two years of life without a second like a second thought but that's because they've been around for so long so long yeah but I am um, you know I'm friends with someone that's uh sister works quite high up in um the government mm. um well not high up but very important role in the government um and she was actually saying that you know her sister my, my friend asked her sister like what do you think like do you think there will ever be like a, a an end of the coronavirus she's like no there won't be because mm. not enough money funding vaccinations to go around for everyone you know like you can't get the vaccine for a newborn things like that yeah. so she was saying that no it it will always will never now live without it mm. like that's probably indefinitely that you know it will be like the flu every year it will come back like that's what is predicted yeah. so it's all good and well saying like I like I'm gonna have the vaccine, but the issue with this is that I bet you any money a new strand will probably develop, and we vaccine won't be like helped by it. Mm. It's a trust. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, this is obviously just uh, relayed information. I don't know enough about it to obviously like say, but this is what someone I know who's quite knowledgeable about this kind of information has already said. Mm. Yeah, it's quite depressing. Yeah. It is. But moving <laughs> on. Um obviously because you're still allowed in your house, mm-hmm. 
allowed in your house. You're just, like, you're just, you're yeah, allowed just, to wander around. You're just, yeah. I guess, living life like normal. Yeah, just with a bit extra cleaning. I mean, all you can do is open more windows and make sure you're cleaning. Mm. My mum's given me a dental spray for every time I go to the bathroom. We have one of those. <laughs> and my own hand towel. I always spray it on like door handles. Yeah. Like just in general. <laughs> um, um, like light switch but, door handles. That's what we always forget. I now have to, or you saw earlier, I have to like put in a food order. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, which is really annoying because I've spent the last three, four months, maybe three months, I don't know um cooking for myself like, yeah I at least five the, days a week I spent the last five or six years cooking for myself I'd be fucked because my mum doesn't cook yeah well the thing is it's like I've, I've wanted to do it for ages but um you know I just never like yeah really got around to it but I was like taking everything seriously so I was, if like, I was no, self-isolating I went that's all I'm saying so <laughs> it's like I wanted a cup of tea last night and I was like to my sister I was like can I have a cup of tea and she was like no she was like I'm not going downstairs and I was like but I just want a cup of tea yeah that's and then I told my mum and then she was like well I don't know and I was like well, I just want a cup of tea and then like over an hour later she was like did anyone get you that cup of tea and I was like no <laughs> like I just wanted a cup of tea <laughs> so I can't I don't know what's gonna I, I, I can't even ask like a kettle in my room can you um, um can you do you feel like your parents can cook um the foods you'd want to eat like are they going to cook I assume you don't always have the same food so what I'm saying is is she just going to make enough for everyone now and you're going to have to eat what they make yeah. okay that's annoying like yeah so basically it's the first world problem but like it, it, it can be uh difficult yeah well so last night we had I obviously had their dinner which was a stir fry which was it was really nice and it smelled really nice good. so you know my sense of taste and smell still there exactly. um but the I swear to god there was not even three pieces of chicken oh <laughs> um and then my mum was like there was two whole breasts in that and I was like yeah two breasts for four people that's not we meant to have a breast per person so basically I need my protein I was gonna say you're not gonna get your right nutrients in that body of yours um, no, and that's the thing I've realized from like cooking my own food is not that my mum's food is bad because it's nice and she can cook, but it's not the most balanced plate, like nutritious plate. Yeah, I get that actually. I feel like my, um, me and my mum do not eat the same food. Me and my sister. Yeah. My, I mean, my sister's pescatarian and my mum loves meat. So already we have an issue. <laughs> um, yeah. But my mum's very like, I don't know how to word it, but just very like old fashioned British like do you know what I mean like very like one meat two veg like stocky that's the only way I can describe it stocky I'm I'm picturing like pub food yeah do you know what I mean like she likes mash I fucking hate mashed potatoes I love mashed potatoes hate it it's I honestly think it's my least favorite food in the world and this is where our friendship ends (laughs) 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 but do you know what I mean like so the recording has stopped (laughs) (laughs) I mean I say this you know what? I get so much stick when I say this because everyone's like, what? You don't like mash, cheese and mashed potato and just all the shit. And I'm like, no, I don't like it. I've, I'm sorry. If someone put that in my mouth, I'd actually gag more than doing the coronavirus test. Like, <laughs> it's, oh, the texture. How can you have that in your mouth? Like, I just, 
Maybe you just haven't had good mash. No, no, no. I've had good mash. Like what I've been told is good mash, inverted commas. What do you mean the texture? It's smooth. The texture repulses me. It feels like right. I'm like... Well, you repulse me. I, I don't know. Like sick and cotton wool is the only way I can describe it. And the smell is like buttery. Like I don't like that. Anyway, that's my rant over. Um, but yeah, my mum's just got very like, very like quintessentially British, like stocky um, food. I know we're very multicultural in Britain, but like old-fashioned war kind of like vibes um yeah like pie yeah I mean I love pie but like chips beefy beefy pie you know like I wouldn't and chips like what I don't eat chips like at home so yeah you know actually nor does my mom but like that kind of you know what I mean like yeah I know what you mean or like shepherd's pie wouldn't touch it with a with a oh shepherd's pie cottage pie all the pies don't like bacon ale pie all of that kind of stuff I don't like mints and I don't like mash so that's like the texture of a mint is like one have you tried turkey mints I've never I've literally never had turkey oh is it the texture of mints rather than the flavor I don't don't like don't like mints the texture of it it's I don't like the look of it I don't like the way it's in like an intestine I don't I I hear that yeah Yeah. I only have turkey mints I know I've just said a lot there but I'm actually not a fussy eater (laughs) like I mean you know me like I'm not a fussy eater it's just the things I don't like I really don't like you know like yeah (laughs) <laughs> and I'm really dramatic so yeah you're really dramatic it's not it can't just be like I don't like the taste of mints it has to be one time mints crawled out of my plate <sighs> you know like I feel like I can never just one have... time there was a heartbeat <laughs> yeah um I, I must get it from my nan when I was younger she told me that I can't believe I was saying this she told me that um it's like a joke in our family that my nan told this story once that um, she like had a sausage and there was a bone in the sausage and it like jumped out at her or something like this. I know that sounds really weird. Like saying that sounds exactly like something you would say. <laughs> it does. Um, but yeah, she was a character, so like I wouldn't be surprised if maybe I picked that up or something. Um, I had frog legs and they just started jumping. Well, yeah, basically that's what happened. But my name was a liar, so don't, like <laughs> she like. You know, it obviously was a lie. <laughs> Mine's just uh, like it's you know <laughs> it's different. Um, but yeah, so you're you're not getting your nutrition in basically. Okay, well let's not. I mean, my mum doesn't listen to this, but let's not. Um, well, okay, talk too bad. But like when I have cooked, um, like if I've been if I've cooked for my sister, my sister's always been like, yeah, like this is a really healthy meal because I especially since I so the reason I started cooking myself and like you know quote taking it seriously was because I was on a fitness journey I guess um and so because diet is like 80% of it Mm -hmm. um and I was trying to like track my calories and all of that kind of stuff I was like look I'm gonna make my own food um just easier when you're in control I think you know you don't have like it is literally you you know like you know, yeah yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's- and like so now I kind of know like roughly like I have a few meals I do need to kind of expand and figure out some more because I f- not that I feel like I'm eating the same things but it's like there's no there's not like a massive variety and I think that's just because I'm like unsure on what like what's gonna I mean because- Here's when I have okay sorry. no I was just gonna say here's my two cents with cooking for yourself that I found 
it is very difficult to have variety and not waste food yeah that's the issue that I think happens um but anyway go on <laughs> yeah well on from that like I bought my meal prep boxes because I would yeah. make two or three portions yeah see that's a good idea to like help I suppose with that issue um, but I forgot what I was gonna say sorry I shouldn't have interrupted that was <laughs> I just, um, I'm just itching to say that comment. Oh, I remember, I remember. So w- since I have started tracking, if I've like, you know, like on a weekend when I come home from work and it's quite late, I said I want to start cooking. Yeah. Um, or, you know, sometimes I will just have whatever my mum makes because I'm really busy or something. So I've been like, can I track it? And so I've like looked. And even though on paper it's not unhealthy, yeah. it is actually quite high in calories. And obviously, like, I've been using, like, the oil that's a spray. Yeah. My mum doesn't, she just uses, like, normal oil, which is yeah. obviously very high in calories. I have and afterwards. But, um, um, even, like, pasta's quite, like, yeah. rice is quite low in calories, but pasta's actually quite high, and I never realised how high it was. It really depends also what pasta you're buying. You A lot of the time, the bougie pastas that are so flavoursome and delicious often that way for a reason <laughs> like uh, well it's also like because sometimes when I would make pasta like at uni I would literally do a portion of pasta maybe even slightly less yeah and then I would do loads and loads and loads of vegetables chicken mm. or like some kind of protein um and then a sauce which I never tracked it at uni but I, yeah. I'm thinking really? now was probably like six maybe even 700 calories without even really maybe like 600 but I never tracked it so I didn't know but like the sources as well can be quite high and so I was thinking that was healthy because it would would fill me up because it was full of vegetables you know when you say you're having chicken it it looks healthy you know if it's got green in it like that's (laughs) but then um like when my mum maybe she'll make like a pasta and it would be like literally pasta and sauce sometimes oh really but it's nice yeah or like truffle oil or something like like it's it's really nice but when you deep it it's more than a portion of pasta yeah so it's already like 450 calories then you add whatever sauce on um sometimes she'll do like uh what else does she do oh sometimes she'll make like a sandwich or like a some kind of sandwich style thing and she'll put like you know like those hams that are quite like fatty yeah or like cheese and all of the stuff which I will eat like I'm not saying I restrict it in that sense because I will have it now and then but it's when I'm trying to or like in moderation yeah like in moderation or like all the time um because I've I've had pizza I've I still have like crisps and chocolate like I still have all these things but it's like I've tracked it and yeah. kind of yeah it's all about moderation I wanted around or like if I've not eaten that much during the day um and then it comes to the evening then yeah I might have like three chocolate two portions fingers. of two portions of Pringles yeah some chocolate fingers yeah the thing so, is it will always be my favorite because I, <laughs> if I went out offer you biscuit well I say every time back when we weren't in lockdown 
and you'd come over to record I'd be like do you want to check my finger you'd be like I can only have two or three <laughs> that happened I, once okay I have yeah but like I've chuck her fingers a lot I love them um I mean we all love a finger so well apparently ah I'm not gonna like, say oh. <laughs> oh. sorry I um, listen to it quietly I don't even think the listeners uh, have picked up on that um was like a, but it's not true either way um, um, I was actually going to say something um, when you when you just mentioned about oil and what oil your oil why can't I say that properly um, what oil your mom uses um, so I was uh, going to Waitrose and on our Ooh. way well this is quite a while ago um, haven't been there in a while <laughs> actually I go there quite often because there are some things I really like but we, mm-hmm. it's not my regular shopping supermarket in fact I have actually been converted to uh, Aldi and Lidl in the recent like half a year. Aldi and Lidl. I love it, but we can talk about that in a moment. But yeah, we were walking to Waitrose and we add uh, it's the Waitrose I go to is opposite a gym. <clears throat> and um, this guy, my sister knows, I'm not gonna say his name, was like waiting outside and obviously we got talking and um, we were talking about food. I don't know, maybe because we were like going to Waitrose, maybe because we were outside the gym, I don't really know. Mm. And he was literally like to me, um, we, we were just talking about food we were making and we were talking about calories mm-hmm. and we were talking about olive oil and he was like oh yeah like um when I want to uh put on more weight for the gym and stuff I I take yogurt and I put a shot of olive oil in it and you ne- you do the shot and apparently it's really popular for mm-hmm. like fitness people when they want to like put more calories in like yeah. you fill up like you know like Activia or I don't know like yeah yeah whatever those yogurt brands are and you literally like swig like this much like it's like an inch of yogurt and then you fill up like an inch I don't know how many milliliters that would be of like olive oil because it's so fatty so much calories and you just shot it and apparently it's fucking vile but it's what you need to do if you want to put your calories up um and I didn't know this was a thing but he's like he you know he he's like a swim teacher he a gym um a gym man or whatever um or yeah. <laughs> so you know I was yeah it just made me feel sick like when he told me I was like what the fuck but ever since then me and my sister have stopped cooking with olive oil because it's <laughs> like our go-to thing to like have on bread or like even when we were making like sauteed potatoes we'd literally like fry them in olive oil but yeah. now you're like no maybe in summer in salads like as dressing but we can't be having that on a regular cooking basis so now we just like have vegetable oil and sometimes we have those I think you're talking about the fry pan sprays yeah the one calorie sprays those are good but I sometimes get put off by the fact that they're white like do you know what I mean Mm, um they're great for like pancakes and stuff like that so um not that pancakes are good for you (laughs) they can be they're not that bad I don't think yeah um but so yeah, I think well, something similar is because obviously there's like healthy fats and like unhealthy fats. And obviously I'm not an expert, but avocado. Yeah. Is that, but it's a healthy fat. But avocados are really bad to have often. Like, yeah, they've got so, no, not sodium. They've got something, is it sodium? I don't know. So it's one of the S, um, what do you call those substances? What is that thing on the periodic table? What are those called? Elements. What yeah. Is sulfur and oxygen? Elements of the periodic table. 
liquid elements? Yeah, I think so. No way. I didn't even know that was true. Sulfur might not be the one we're talking about, but there's something in avocados where if you have them every day, it's like really bad for you. Um, mm. But like, I love my avocado. All the vegans just yeah, just stormed <laughs> off. <laughs> um, just reported us all. It's not that great, and I I have a feeling, and I don't know if I made this up. I don't know if that like that there's like an environmental thing about them as well. I don't know. I I feel like I've heard. I I might be making this up. I've either heard something that's like environmentally there might be like something weird about them, or like the way they get imported and things like that, or just alternatively the subs the atom or whatever we just called it um has got something in it that's just it, it's just too much in your body it's like harmful <clears throat> but yeah i mean um what i was gonna say is for example i mean i don't have avocado that often because let's be real how it's just so hard to get one when at the right time I am a great avocado picker. In fact, I buy avocados like two times a week and I, they're always like ready to eat avocados. Because I like avocado, but I just, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I was going to say was um, my mum will, so I, if I have avocado, say I have avocado on like toast or bread mm. or whatever, and then scrambled eggs or you know, something on top I'm not putting butter on, on the, the bread, bread I don't because that's anyway. two fats right my mum however will layer oh, butter no. and then put the avocado on top I mean butter's a very taboo subject in this um in this flat because um I don't know if you know this but my sister like had a fear of like butter as a child um like actually was like scared of it and even now she won't take the butter like back into the fridge I, I say butter we don't eat butter we have like margarine um and yeah. the only margarine we eat is like olive um like it's the it's like literally the the salt or fat free whatever it is um yeah. <clears throat> reduced fat I have the olive. Bread literally won't eat anything else I just or like Bertoloni or whatever like that's quite good but oh, I just, that one the tesco brand because it's cheaper um yeah. but it's basically that just the fat the like 30 percent less fat one um and yeah my mum probably would have like clover if, like if we didn't live it but i i literally only eat olive butter um and my sister doesn't eat butter so like yeah. it's a bit of a weird thing in in this flat like it's i feel like i've always grown up like literally when i cook butter i have to close the door because it makes my sister like sick <laughs> <laughs> like it, I don't know or like when we make something she's like can you just melt the butter like before because <laughs> she mm. won't do it so I mean yeah like <laughs> that's really interesting um but yeah so when we make like white sauce she will literally like gag at the smell of the <laughs> and to be fair it's a nasty smell like anyone that likes but like people that like lick the knife after spreading butter mm. at fucking weirdos and I don't trust them yeah um, because that's disgusting. <laughs> um, so, kind of moving on a bit slightly. From you butter. know, yeah. So, so I wanted to ask. Um, I think it was in the over the summer. 
um the government announced that they were gonna put calories on venues of everywhere oh, yeah i remember um and there was a lot of uh well now we don't yeah but um i can't i don't know what if that was like a final decision or if it's been made official or if they decided not to do it because there was so much backlash um, and so many people were against it um in what, in what world would someone be against that so people with eating disorders oh i see that was quite ignorant of me to literally just bellow that out without even thinking um, um and peeps like uh I, we were discussing it and like one of my friends group chats and one one of my friends was like she struggles to go somewhere like spoons as it is because spoons have the calories on the menu so she yeah. was like i struggle to go there as it is on a good day because obviously the calories are on the menu and she was like if they put it everywhere she was like i don't know surely the the only logical resolution to this situation would be to print two types of menus and have customers request a calorie menu i think that information should be available because i mean i personally didn't have an issue with it but i don't have an issue because of what you've just said about your friend and obviously if other people have had this up for debate the only logical thing is to either have them available online on an online menu therefore there's no printing waste yeah and then the people who want to know their calories because let's be honest not many people care like yeah most people when they eat out it's because they're treat you know it's yeah, tr- especially if you're going out for food yeah like it's off the books like people don't i know that if i would not that i've ever counted calories or anything like that but if i was i would um I probably wouldn't care if I knew I was like having a day like off or cheat day or whatever. Yeah. But I can see why people would want to count them. Fitness and if you're trying to lose weight for an op- operation or something. And in that situation, you would, would just go online. Like we're such a tech savvy yeah. uh, generation society that we don't need a printed menu. Just have it available, have that information on hand online, you know? Mm. Because then the, yeah. then what needs to be changed? Like it's just a few numbers that get put on an online menu. I just yeah. well, that's the thing, it's because I I was honestly not that I was all for it, but I was like, I don't have an issue with this because to be honest, it'd be quite helpful for me. To be fair, I I I think it would take the fun out of it a little bit. And what I mean by that is when I go for like an ice cream, I don't know if I want to see. I don't know if yeah. I can, like, you know, I don't, I think that would just make me, and this is the thing where I think having it online and having it accessible for people that need it, want it, whatever reason is better than having on the thing because food is there to be enjoyed. Yeah. We wouldn't have food that is a thousand calories if people didn't want it, you know? Yeah. And I think although it is so good to be conscious about what's going in your body for whatever reason, like we just said, your fitness journey, or if you are having dietary problems and you want to like be more conscious about what you're putting in, it's so good. But at the end of the day, like we've only got one life and everything's there to be enjoyed. Yeah. Seeing like 50 for like a King de Bueno milkshake at Shake and Shack. (laughs) That's not like, or five calories, whatever, like, it it, it it makes you feel like shit should I be buying this and although that's great because it gets people thinking and it makes people more conscious and let's say people who need to be more need to invert a comment I'm saying anyone yeah. needs to be more conscious but there are some reasons why people should be more conscious and if that 
applies to you then that's great but then if it doesn't it's a bit like it takes the fun out of it you know what I mean like it's yeah well I mean you're kind of touching upon the reason one of the reasons why people were so against it because then you're like oh should I shouldn't I is it bad and I think there's this whole kind of I mean this could be like an actual thing oh yeah whole episode but um so maybe we'll touch upon it again in the future but like there's this whole and what really annoys me is this whole kind of diet culture yeah comes around especially um january i thought you were gonna say new year i I could i felt that coming (laughs) because people are like people always make the new resolution i'm going to lose weight or i'm gonna lose this much weight or you know if they have an event coming up they're like i'm gonna do this and so they restrict themselves and they you know oh i'm gonna cut out carbs i'm gonna do this I'm going to do that and what they or like oh I'm not going to have any any sweets or any any quote mm-hmm. unhealthy foods any unprocessed foods they they say all these things and so you know it works because they're eating less calories and so they yeah. do lose weight but then as soon as they reach the weight they want to be at they they stop and they'll go back to eating how they were and that's when they put weight back on more often than not probably put more on yeah um and so that's why it's you know eat it in moderate like don't restrict yourself like if you want to have it um like if you want a piece of chocolate have a piece of chocolate rather than trying to satisfy your hunger with like other snacks because you may as well just have that piece of chocolate yeah it's actually so true um if anything it's it's mad to think like I don't I don't know how long humans have been on the planet for but billions of years and um isn't it mad to think that some people still have that mindset or especially with culture at the moment when we're such a like we're, we're the healthiest society that have ever lived in like the 20th century you know like from the 20th mm-hmm. century things like that I, don't, I can't really say much about like cavemen do you have a, a reference to back that up <laughs> no I don't which is why I'm saying I can't like this is but no it is true though surely we're the we're the it's most true. I feel like millennials are the most proactive about what they put in their mouth I think that's I think that's a fact and I don't think I need to back that <laughs> up I, I think that is so true though like we are we I think we are probably the most healthiest generation and I I say that because a gym it's not so much about like it is about food but it's also like fitness has is is trending and it has been trending for about five years you know I and and you can tell that because everyone joined the gym in the same year I'm not joking who didn't join the gym in, in in first or second year of college you I literally joined at the end of college (laughs) like who didn't who didn't join the gym in college no one because everyone did <laughs> um, but you know, no okay that's not true but you know what I mean like it is true I in this sense that we are so our generation just loves gains like yeah like it's true like we do bums have never been trending as much as they are now like fitness workouts fitness influencers like that wasn't a thing until Gymshark put on those um body power shows back in 2014 like Gymshark the rise of Gymshark is how you can really tell Gymshark is the very first company that utilized consumers at a um uh what is the word at a sales promotional point Mm. influencers were started alt like 
they were using influencers before influencers had their name. Like, yeah. isn't that mad? Um, yeah. I, I, Gymshark was like the first. I still remember their little like actual gym company. Yeah, and I remember their like shitty cartoon logo, the shark with the like oh, big, yeah. like it was like it actually had like eyes and like it was like a cartoon. <laughs> um but yeah. was, they needed something more commercially <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like I, I if you haven't seen it look it up because it is in, interesting it looks like something on cartoon network but um you know it's it's good that we're so on it with gym and stuff but i think if you're not doing something fitness related in our society it's weird like i feel like if you're not doing like something for your fitness and that could be walking then you're actually the minority I think there was a period of time I don't know if it was just people I was around but there was a period of time in secondary school where I feel like it was not cool but it was very much like yeah I don't do anything yeah, <laughs> I just lie I, in bed all the time <laughs> you know what that is is it's, um I don't know what you call that um time like because don't get me wrong I did it as well but I didn't yeah. do like a few home workouts here but the there. thing is about that is I was probably quite insecure like I hated PE like in year nine and stuff because I felt awkward like I was in a mixed school as well like I was in yeah with like boys and I like I, I never had like issues with my body like let's not get this twisted but everyone has like they feel a bit you know it's when you start getting insecurities just you know it's awkward like doing PE and stuff in a mixed school especially Mm. but boys are literally like oh my god that girl's got boobs like oh my god have you seen like something's you know like that was always such a big thing like at my school um like big ish yeah yeah year nine and people that were like developing and stuff would literally get so much stick for it like in year seven and eight and things like that it's the issue of a mixed school but also like I don't know what the word is but like you need to have be exposed to boys like yeah Mm. it's like it's a different kind of um social understanding but um yeah yeah basically what I'm trying to say is I don't know what that kind of like term is coined but it was like the tumblr the tumblr generation and that generation was uh honestly the pivotal point of like body dysmorphia and yeah it was like having the thigh gaps and that's like pro anna is kind of stuff yeah you know we see movies like to the bone that play on that um time when tumblr when people were reposting like skater skirts with thigh high socks and like I literally you know I actually remember being sat in PE once and we it was like listening to the 1975 and arctic monkeys and I don't know American apparel skater skirts and penny boards and and hats um, hats and those space galaxies and like fishnets but the space like space the space stuff yeah yeah space and like pizza I don't know um oh, but pizza yeah <laughs> like speaking of um kind of like situations that have happened that I can reflect on I re- yeah I've, I've always had um I've always had a fire gap like it's not it's not like I've wanted a fire gap I just um it's do you know what it is it's it's to do with the like your bone structure yeah it's and it's to do with um how it's to do with kind of your hips and obviously you do have to have slimmer legs but yeah 
Like, it's literally I, to do with the structure of your body. Like even when I, I, I mean, especially this year and the end of last year, like I don't actively, I haven't actively been going to the gym and like working yeah. on my body like that. But when I did, like for example, last summer and the summer before, I could never get rid of that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that was, yeah. it isn't even possible for me to like, I think you'd have to build up your legs a lot yeah like I would have and I don't I don't personally want to look like that so I think it would look really like I just don't want to look like that so basically it's just impossible to change things like that or alternatively get one if you don't I remember being sat um we used to have eight like houses in uh like eight classes in my year four houses Mm -hmm. in so we'd be sat in rows of four and I'd be with like Gibbs my house that I was in and I remember Halliwell's Halliwell's house was next to me and uh, a couple of the girls were like come like coming over and we'd all talk and stuff and they were like oh my god we obviously in I used to wear leggings for PE you know like yeah leggings and converse like kind of shit <laughs> and um, I remember this girl she comes over to me and she's like oh my god like we're literally all just talking about our thigh gaps and stuff like that and she's like Chloe like you've got such like a like a big thigh gap and she, she was like, um, oh my God, you're so lucky or something like that. And I I, I was literally, I'd never heard of this. Like I literally yeah. heard of like what that was. I was just like, oh, okay. Like I, whatever. And just looking back, like, isn't that mad that we were sat in like year nine talking about that? Yeah. Well, it's actually, I will, I have a point on that, but it's like. Or if someone so, didn't have that, imagine how they would feel. Yeah, so the other day I was trying on leggings I got for Christmas, like gym leggings, and my mum was like, oh, you can really tell, like, you know, you've lost weight. And I was like, oh, that, like, thanks. And yeah. then she was like, you know, if you lose a bit more, you know, you'll have a thigh gap. And I was like, I don't want a thigh gap. Yeah. Like, I don't like, want, and I actually would have to lose so much more weight to get a thigh gap. And I don't, yeah. I don't want to do that. And I was like, that's not my goal in the slightest. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where this has even come from. But leading on from what you were saying, thigh gaps were the thing back then, and yeah. now it's hip dips. Yeah, and that's something you f- literally can't change. Um, yeah, like you literally. I thought maybe you cut I... out for a second. Oh, <laughs> you were just it's... like listening intently. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so like you like that is literally all down to your genetics. Like, yeah. it's just the part of your body where you literally you can't put on muscle. Mm. you could only pretty much put on fat but you literally cannot change that that is to do with your genetics and you can work the muscles around it but you're never going to get that like perfectly round yeah uh, the thing is about that is um even when you do you know you're doing um like abductors oh my god what the fuck did I just say (laughs) like the hip abductors or whatever they're called and whatever you're training that I don't know what that part of the bum is called but the outer like glute area it's like the oh there's three parts of the glute but like three is one of them yeah there's three it's like the meat meat medius I don't know I don't know if I'm just (laughs) yeah whatever that part of the body is um even when you work that there's still a dip like do you know what I mean? It's it's because if you look at um the if you but look at a picture of of the glutes or and it's like the muscle when you look at a diagram, it's the way the muscle is. It's like I'm pretty sure it, it is on the side, but yeah. it's not the side like because that's why we like feel the side it there. Of the bum, you know, like it's like the back of the bum that is. Yeah, it, it kind of. I think it. I, I mean, 
I'm doing this from memory, but I think it kind of like comes round. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't like it's not literally just a muscle on the side that yeah. you can build up. And like I didn't know it was a thing until everyone started talking about it. And I think the first time I even because so I remember getting a Snapchat from I won't name who it is, but we both know this person. Um maybe you're talking about. You know when we used to send just like emoji um like not nudes but like we'd we'd take we'd all take pictures and just send them on our group chat oh you mean we'd use emojis yeah oh group. yeah we had the emoji nude calendar of 2015 16 no not 15 17. Really. <laughs> yeah um, I, was a, I was i was january sleep month um i had like a bad <laughs> <laughs> so it, 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 <laughs> one of these people and i remember she was like look and then she like did like she drew like a line she was like i go wibble wobble and it wasn't until she did that, and I was like, oh, like that's kind of like I'd never noticed that before. Like, yeah. And then I what like say li- about your picture. No, 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 on her. About her own, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I so have like no memory of this, but like I'm sure maybe she didn't send it to you, but I'm pretty sure I still have the screenshot because yeah. we screenshot them all. Um, and it was kind of from then that it be- it became a thing that I would just see um like on social media and then yeah. in the last like year or two years it's very much been like how to get rid of hip dips how to do this and mm-hmm. you can't like it's not like I didn't know it was a thing until people started talking about it and it's become this like same with thigh gaps and it's same with like the diet culture it becomes like a marketing yeah. just to make money because companies will like vulnerability they'll they'll play on it like um I don't know I can't think of an example, but like, obviously in like a magazine, they might have a, on the cover, like a title, 10 steps to do this yeah. or five tips for this. And so you're like, oh, and then you you read it. And then obviously me and you both know from our PR experience, how much of a magazine is actually just PR. Yeah. Like it's literally all PR. Like everything you read in the news is PR. Literally like, everything. So it really makes me question now when I, you know, when I like Google, like best Uh, this and this, because they've been sending this product for free. Exactly. You know, they're like an influencer. So like, how much can you really, I mean, journalists are more likely to be honest than. Yeah, true, actually. um, An influencer, but you know, they've been sent it for free and that if, you know, they're going to put it in the magazine if. You know. yeah it's that's why on so it's why social media is the worst for it because when 10 of the most pr- prominent influencers i know love island finalists and whatever made in chelsea people all have the same product like car fumes you know mm. <laughs> people are gonna buy it like just because oh, this was the other uh, thing i was gonna say is when they all come out with like their own like workout plans and like yeah and then they'll come out with like this what this one you know targets this or does this and it's like well hmm, hmm. I think I don't know <laughs> I don't know if that's quite and right. you're also very much like not qualified anyone yeah anyone I mean, I mean that's the thing though a lot of the time no one is but people are so interested in that kind of stuff you know that yeah I'll just whatever I mean <clears throat> the hip yeah the hip tip ones is I've noticed that as well and once you once you notice something 
you see it everywhere like as soon as you're aware of it I feel like it you know it doesn't go away kind of thing but um yeah it's just it's interesting isn't it I wonder what the next like body thing that we're gonna have to put up with will be oh I don't know I guess time will tell Hopefully something that I have <laughs> that will be like positive. Um, yeah, I think I had something else to add, but now I can't remember what it was. But that's fine. I we mean, can definitely revisit this topic. Because yeah, I feel like there's so there's much to, to unpack. Go into. Um, yeah, I'll get into unpack about this kind of topic. And we always talk about this like idea of consumers and... Mm and obviously PR we're both very much interested in that so I honestly think we can have a field day with this um and it is interesting like obviously this is just two people's opinion but I'm sure most people feel this kind of way about especially like the fitness things and what is like filtered into societies like oh I remember what I was gonna say so there is a certain influencer who I will not name but because you will have a lawsuit they can afford (laughs) (laughs) um but I may I will tell you when we stop recording if you don't know but um she basically uh would for a brand when she was an influencer for this brand would like promote a certain supplement um and she'd be like this is so great blah 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 then she stopped her partnership with them and then she trashed the supplement and she was like you don't need them they're useless blah 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 and research also backs up these claims like you don't you don't need the supplement like yeah some people do but nine times out of ten you don't mm-hmm. um and then she released like she came up with her own brand and her own brand her own uh, range of supplements and guess like i know exactly these supplements are yeah guess which some of these supplements are the ones that she trashed and so people yeah. are like so what do, is uh, do have them or not yeah and I was looking at her story the other day and she was promoting them and I was like but that's why it doesn't even matter how um because she's someone whose opinion I would trust this is what I would have trusted and now I'm like "Mm." it is but like at the end of the day everyone just wants to make money yeah you know what I mean like this this person or any person, if they see a gap in the market that they can fill, yeah. and already they already have a brand, and they this could be an add-on that bulks up sales to X, Y, and Z for their goal. Of course, they're going to do it, like yeah. because at the end of the day, like they, I don't know what the word is, like untainted. They're probably quite untainted with their information they provide. Doesn't mean to say it's necessary though. Mm. Just because it's untainted and better for the environment and X, Y, and Z doesn't mean to say it's necessary. Is a spoon necessary? Like, mm. you know, like, <laughs> I mean, you tell me. <laughs> yeah. And there's actually a lot of tea on um, this this girl's brand. Is there? Mm, I will tell you off camera because, again, okay. I don't want to I mean, I'd, I'd love to do an episode where we get our claws into this kind of stuff, but we just can't afford a, 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 a lawsuit on our hands. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess we could if we don't do names. But we could be like case study A. This could be yeah. some university research. Might take some research though. Yeah, true to be fair. But there's there's honestly so many. Like we I 
guarantee you one in 10 companies mm. are probably not as like transparent. Is this the hypothesis? Oh yeah, like a hypothesis I'm predicting is like one in 10 companies are probably like not as transparent as you might think, even though they endorse mm. the idea of like, yeah. we care about our customers or like, we don't, it's all of this without the bullshit or like, we're going to be that transparent with you. But like, realistically, you're a woman or a man of business or a person of business. Yeah. And there are some things you leave out of business, you know, just a fact. Yeah. Very interesting. We it is very about. interesting. Um, and I think we can end it on that note. We will. I mean, um, I'm buzzing for episodes to come. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll definitely revisit this in the future. Maybe not too soon, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll definitely revisit it. Also, this is I, mean, I think it's it's a topic we can always there's so much to talk about. It'll be yeah, it's multiple episodes. I was just gonna say this is the earliest we've ever recorded. Oh yeah, I'm fresh out of bed. Yeah, you, you I'm I'm not that fresh out of bed. I didn't sleep very well, but neither did I. It was like seven. We were gonna record at eight thirty, but that didn't happen. We recorded it. No, but do you know why I said eight thirty? Because I knew we wouldn't start at eight thirty. Oh really? Yeah, because we always say we always it was give a, a time. I was ready. <laughs> I was just finishing my toast. We always say um, a time, and then we're always like half an hour later. True, and you did have a cup of tea that you had to order, and it took a while to get <laughs> <more> upstairs. <laughs> oh, I mean, you might put your lunch, your request lunch in now because it's not going to be ready till like twelve or one. So oh, I know. Um, but yeah, so I may have tricked you, but I've been knocked for a loop. Are you mad though? No. Really so exactly. got, uh, yeah, to be fair, like it's only 10 30. Yeah. We've got to be on it for the rest of the day. Um just a lot to do. It's a busy month, it's deadlines. This is January, is. you know. January is always transfer deadline. Oh my gosh, extension. <clears throat> whole another story for a whole nother podcast. Um but yeah. Should I was talking we... about the January transfer window, but... Oh, wait, what were you talking about? Football. Sorry, what? The I January you... transfer window. Oh, I thought you were talking about extensions, like transfer time nope. for extensions. Nope. Um, oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. So I think this is a great place to I, be. I doubt many of our listeners do. <laughs> I think it's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> right. right. As always, thank you for listening. And we will see you very soon (laughs) bro the outro music